At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding the finance, set up the staffing. Our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach with me, Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz and Ann Kennedy, my partner, author of Global Search Engine Marketing. Hi, Ann. Hi, Jillian. How are you this gorgeous Monday? Doing great. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping tech companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. You can find out more at outlinesventure.com. So today, we're talking more about increasing revenue in 2015. It's all about the money, Ann. So it what's sure our hot topic is. today? Today, we are going to talk about closing the deal. Good deal. <laughs> you Definitely. found your customers. You've met them. You've engaged with them. Hopefully, you haven't spent too many hours talking with them because at some point, you got to make the deal close. How do we do that? Right. So aside from things like RFPs where it really is about the finances and the reputation of the company and so on and so forth which will be if you will meet it out on a bullet point by bullet point basis and then they're going to make a final decision there is an awful lot of old cronyism that goes around especially in service companies if you're talking about deals in e-commerce B2B then it's about a benefit feature process and if you're talking about e-commerce on a commercial basis and we'll have an entire show around e-commerce coming up very soon so watch for it here at webmasterradio.fm um, the uh, process will obviously have to do with uh, brand and pricing so again pricing is going to be a huge issue on that but even there you can overcome it by establishing relationships with custom consumers who trust you more than the next guy and are even willing to spend a few more bucks with you than the next guy if need be to do business with you so setting up for increased revenue about closing the deal. Let's talk about it from a uh, cons uh, consulting point of view because again many of our listeners are consultants in one form or another. So what's the first hot thing I need to know about uh, in terms of getting that revenue in? Uh, it's already you know half past winter we gotta get this money coming in the door. Which are your likely prospects for quick revenues and which are for long-term revenues and how long is your sales cycle really? I totally agree. Yes. How long is it going to take to close 
company X. How long does it take to close company Y? It obviously takes less time to close somewhat smaller companies. You don't want to get too small. We keep talking about this. Bottom fishing isn't good. And if you will, pesky customers are not good. Um, but I guess a pesky customer could even be a large one if they're not paying you because that's one of the <laughs> benchmarks. But still, you get the idea. It will take you a longer time in general to close a deal that is a larger kind of customer. but if you go for the customers where you can um, get business instantly, if you're a consultant, one of the best places would be to be an outsource provider to your colleagues, competitors, to those companies that have already closed, and perhaps closed too much, business. So go to your colleagues immediately and say, do you have overflow? Is there stuff that you need to get done? We can help. We're an outsourced uh, you know, service provider to you. Let them close the business and you serve them. That's a cool way to make early cash. In addition, it builds your portfolio if you're an early stage company that says, I work for a company big XYZ up there. right? Not directly, but you have done work for them. And that's pretty good stuff. A second it, thing. Oh, go on, Anne. It, it puts some really good experience on, the, on, the, on your resume for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, and it closes deals very quickly. Simply sending out information and meeting people personally and taking them to coffee or stopping by at their office. You're a colleague. You're not um, you know, an end-user customer, and you're just saying, look, if you guys have overflow, we're here. We can just be your outsource provider. That's cool. That's number one. The second thing is you should also ask for those customers they don't wish to have. If you go to a provider that's in your sector and you say to them, now, you're further along the trajectory. Your customers are larger. Are you getting calls from smaller clients that you can't handle? We'd be honored to take them because you're newer on that line. So go to guys who have been there a little longer than you have, who have bigger customers, who aren't going to be serving in your area of expertise or in your area of financial uh, ability to serve. Right? That's what you do when you're really young. Later, we also counsel companies, please do hand those off. If you have somebody answering your phone and they're saying, no, we don't do that, that's bad news. You always say, we're not a good match for your needs today. Not you're not a good match for us, although that may be the case, right? We are not a good match for your needs today, but I know who is. Why don't you call Joe over at ABC Consulting? I think they can help you, and I know they'll do a fine job. It will make you the kingmaker. You're giving business to your colleagues, and it helps to establish you as a center of conversation in your own industry. So there's a tip to the larger companies, but for those who are in the small and startup sectors, you can go to these larger companies and get business from them. All right, where else can we get early stage business and close deals more quickly, Anne? Well, one thing that I found very productive was going to uh, related companies, colleagues, if you will, who did not offer the service that we offered. Um, and this was in the early days of, of SEO and pay-per-click, and many agencies, traditional agencies, had clients demanding this, but they didn't um, offer the service, so we became their outsourcer. And again, as you just said, it gave us the opportunity to work with bigger clients mm -hmm. on bigger integrated campaigns. One of the themes that I see a lot in digital marketing now is that companies are looking for one-stop shopping. They're looking for a digital agency. So if you can find colleague agencies that don't have the services that you have, it's a good way to get, um, get started on some business.
No question about it. Now, Anne, you formed uh, the world's first international consortium of digital marketing companies. Um, and in your process of doing that with your colleagues, each one of you had specific uh, specialties that the others couldn't offer. And it might not have been, I know, in the services offered, but perhaps in the geolocation because of the international uh, factors there. But I hear what you're saying. What you're saying is if I offer um, on-page optimization and the other guy offers SEO, well, I go to the SEO shop and say, look, I'll be your on-page optimizer. Right? You don't have to. You can close the whole deal, and I will serve you through them. So it isn't just going to the larger companies and saying, "Gee, if you have more SEO work than you can do, I'm an SEO too." It's really going to them and saying, "I have a specialty, and I do, I don't know, uh, email uh, campaign marketing, and you guys are great at SEO. Why don't you sign the whole deals? Because people do want one-stop shop. So what you're counseling people, I think, is to set up those bits of consortium relationship-style things, even if it isn't formalized. So there's another thought too that is somewhat related to this as you're looking at clients is finding um, mid-sized companies where the uh, CEO, owner, founder still makes the decisions. They will yes. be more likely to hire you more quickly than the larger companies where it has to go through multiple layers right. of approval. Right. So tip number one is to go to your colleagues. Tip number two is to go to the companies where the one person is making the decision. She will definitely make it more quickly than the three-person or five-person board of directors who have to be consulted, and certainly more quickly than the multi-level decision-making process of larger corporations where you go into the technology department who has to go to the mechanics, who has to go to the legal department, who goes to finance, and then finally it gets to the board for a decision. Totally here's, agree. Here's a corollary to that. Often the smaller company is able to pay you more quickly. Um, and oh, if, your if your objective is to raise your cash, uh, you know, revenues, um, having to wait for a 60-day pay cycle might be very, uh, very hard. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. So the last thing before we break at this segment would be at the same time, don't forget to get the ball rolling on the longer term closes. We've been focusing on early revenue in this segment, but don't forget at the same time you must get the ball rolling for longer term closes because they are larger and more complex sales and once you get those things rolling they tend to be of course higher value for you. If you begin now and it's going to take 11 months to close, in 11 months if you've done your job properly and strategically focused, you will have 11 projects in cycles of closing one month apart approximately so you can keep evening out your cash flow. But those early stage closes, we understand they're hard to get. You've got to keep cash going while you get those long-term closes going. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy at CEO Coach. We'll be right back to talk about how to get more revenue in 2015 about closing the deal. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. All-inclusive marketing is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. 
The A in all-inclusive marketing means award-winning leadership, excellence and results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement, and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. We're talking about closing the deal today. So we know that closing the deal with smaller jobs can be a quick cash flow. Closing a deal with people who can make their own decisions. So if you will, the smaller end of mid-sized companies tend to also be faster. But what else should we be looking at at this point, Ann? around crafting um, a real plan that grows the size of the project and the longevity of the relationships. Well, those those kinds of relationships come not from um, the small tactical projects, but a long-term strategic look at what um, a company is is uh, trying to accomplish with whatever thing you're interfacing with, whether it's content or a website or uh, whatever your your service is. The they're always short-term tactical needs, and they have to be addressed, but they really need to be. Um, fitted under an umbrella of a long-term strategic uh, uh, growth for the company, which in turn feeds the long-term strategic growth of your relationship with that company to lead to those yeah. that wonderful holy grail of recurring revenues. Yes. I keep thinking that we are uh, we should be returning constantly back to the concept of whether you're selling stuff as a consultant or whether you're selling hard product or e-commerce solutions. Um, it could be B2B, but it could also be B2C. I think regardless of whatever else you're doing, looking at it from a strategic standpoint, right? what you need to do is to create a brand community. It keeps your community of customers connected not just to you, but to each other. And when you host the conversation within a vertical sector of interest, whether it's B2B or B2C, right, everybody is interested in the same thing and they are your consumers or potential consumers. When you host that conversation, you become the center of the conversation for that industry or interest group. The value is huge in terms of the sales volumes and mostly the customer lifetime value. 
right? You can make one sale to one person who wants to buy a book, but if you connect that person to many other people who also like the particular genre of books that they like to buy and to read and to discuss, then collectively they will continue to buy books and discuss them on your platform. So by building things in which your customers can communicate with each other, you build a brand community that holds the cradle, if you will. Yours is the house where the party is held. Yours is the place where the conversation is held around a specific subject. And that keeps your customers coming back again and again collectively. The path of least resistance to purchasing again is not to go to another vendor to go buy the same product but to stay collectively at your place, to buy it, use it, converse about it, improve it, whatever it is. And what's marvelous is that uh, the Internet gives us so many ways to do this now um, that weren't around 20 years ago. Uh, you know, blogs, social media networks, um, uh, specialty pages. It's, it's just extraordinary what you can do with this now. Right. So if you're using a blog to develop a brand community, the killer piece is to write blog posts, and this is very tactical, to write blog posts that are open-ended conversational pieces. They're, they're conversation starters. You do not write, if you will, factual blogs that leave no um, space for conversation. Do not finish it at the end of your post. Always query, what are your thoughts? Put your experiences in here. How have you dealt with this? What do you think? All of those are open-ended kinds of statements and questions that invite your community of readers to go pop their stuff right in there. That first, if somebody puts in a comment, you can comment back. But you're not just asking for comments to say, that was cool or that wasn't cool. You're asking for comments that ask for other people's experiences. That's engagement, and that gets the conversation going. So let's start looking at the impediments. What holds up the closing itself? Let's get some tactical stuff in here, Anne. Um, yeah. What are the problems? Well, you're sitting there across from your prospect. You've spent your 15 minutes wowing them with an a, a obvious solution, a partial solution, a beginning. You've engaged them. How do you get them to sign and go on to the next thing? Now, well, the first it, objection is, yeah, but that just doesn't make it in our budget or we just don't have budget for it. Yeah. That one blows me away, right? We've spent three months doing this and we finally get down to the table and now they're telling me they don't have budget. What's the reality? Well, the reality, one reality is that an awful lot of larger companies only look for three months. You know, they don't think beyond that. The other reality is that they may have built their budgets a year ago for the coming year, you know, the bigger the company. But we're talking about companies that are a little bit smaller where you're, you're talking to an owner, a CMO, a, a founder who presumably does have the power over the budget to say yes or no. The problem is, is the value. Um, I remember something you used to say at Moz. I heard you say this all the time. If you don't get... Uh, what was it? $99 was the mm -hmm. subscription? You said if you right. can't see $99 worth of improvement in a month, um, you know, then... Um, this is not for you. This right. is not for you. But <laughs> right. you said that, you know, with a, with a grin because you knew that they were going to see $99 worth of improvement and more. That is <laughs> in, correct. In right. For days. a single company, 99 bucks would do it. And for a uh, consultant, one could put five projects into the same 99 bucks. And if they didn't have five clients, they probably weren't a customer. But if they had five clients, there was no question they could see value. And so making the value plan 
plain is true. But here's the thing. When a customer tells you they don't have budget, it is part of, if you will, the little objection booklet. So you just flip over your objection booklet page in your mind and you say, here's your answer. Right? They do have budget. You just need to help them find it. You say, oh, I can understand that. The budget isn't there now. Are there other budgets we should be looking at, perhaps other ways to present this so that you can actually take the benefit here? Because I know that within the next 60 days, 90 days, whatever it is, you will actually see a 1.7 improvement on you know, vertical X, and you're going to make so much money. Get your numbers right. If they buy your product, how much are they going to make? And making that clear when the budget conversation comes up, you're not focused on, yes, you have budget. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, that doesn't work. You can't even say that, right? So focus instead, again, on the value. When budget comes up, what they really mean is, I'm not sure I'm going to make more money than I'm going to spend. Make sure you get over that objection. Second objection, we're going to have to take a break here pretty soon. Yeah. So second objection is the priorities. Well, yes, this looks really good. Maybe we'll get to this in Q3. You can get up, shake hands, and walk away and hope that you can start again in Q3. Or what's your suggestion, Anne? In, it, if you can't sell them a specific thing, try a piece of consulting time to help them look at their absolutely. priorities and fit those priorities into a larger strategic plan. Yep, absolutely. If they're not ready to buy, you say, that makes very good sense. So in looking at Q3 toward uh, getting this in place, why don't we run a sample project right now? We can begin in March and then you give them something very small that they can bite, that they can put some money on the table with. And if that works, we can continue in May and June to do the other thing, and that way, by July, you'll be ready for something. Now, that wasn't even Q3, and you know it, and they know it, but it's, they're already looking at it, and by July, Q3, they're ready to roll. You've started the checking flowing, too, which is very important psychologically. Absolutely. I just want to throw one caveat in here. We talk a little bit about that critical 15 minutes of coming up with a, a knock-their-socks-off solution to yes. help close the deal. I have seen so many, so many, um, particularly service agencies, give away a whole lot more than that trying to close the deal. I say, do not do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For one thing, uh, your customers value what they pay for. Um, yes. And if they get too much for free, the value just plummets. Mm -hmm. I think my rule of thumb for consulting business is don't give away more than half an hour. My uh, preference would be 15 minutes if you can, and then focus again. We just talked about that in one of our previous shows about not giving away more than a reasonable sum. Consulting about 15 minutes, and then ask them for that buy-in and say, now, shall we continue? The second thing is um, uh, that you should charge a nominal fee for a nominal taste. Do not charge a nominal fee for the entire project and then hope that they sign up again later. Tie it immediately to the next sector which says we're going to do it for 30 days and you're going to pay this beyond that. That's if you're already charging nominal fee. So make sure that there is that stuff going. And the final objection that I'd like to cover in this segment is that internal resistance to change. Right? You've sold somebody on it in the company and suddenly somebody else says, yeah, well, I'm just not getting, I'm getting too much pushback. So how do we get past that somebody else 
gives me pushback and you can't get past this person in front of you to go to the somebody else they're using as an excuse. Well, since we're mostly talking about online businesses, because that's the place that you and I play, um, mostly that internal resistance is coming from the development team, the IT people, um, the, the whatever, whoever has their hands in the code. And mostly these people are hugely overworked and vastly understood vastly not understood yes. um, and I, th I think that it's important um, one of the things that w I've found most productive always is to involve them as soon as possible in the decisions um, in the in the information in the query in the discovery uh, to again it, it, to to help them understand that this is important um, that can be a, a, a consulting approach with the uh, company leadership to help them work with their uh, the people internally who are resistant to it but it's a very th important thing to be aware of and to identify who are the important stakeholders that you need to um, uh, draw in early into this and and make them under understand that you understand uh, how their time is uh, is booked and overbooked, and also make them understand how important it is that this be done. It's uh, that old old saying of first um, seek to understand, then be understood. Absolutely. So sometimes what you're offering, if you're a consulting business, for example, specifically, would be to take some of that off their plate. So you're talking to maybe a CEO or a marketing level staff of a smaller, mid-sized company and you're saying, look, you could build an entire in-house team or you could outsource this. But truly, the third option of not doing anything, as you were last year and the year before, is no longer an option. If you're telling me that your budget is already constrained and that you're really worried about spending anything here, my counsel is that you do it as quickly as possible. It means that the company is contracting and if you don't begin immediately you can't get out of this rut. I can say that if you begin this marketing process with my company we will see you through this trough and out the other side. So how can we begin? Shall we begin with and then again you offer that introduction and you keep moving. Look beyond the objection of budget or priorities or internal resistance to find out what the real fear is right? and make sure that you, your customer understands how your solution will get them to the other side of that concern. All right, we're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back we're going to wrap up with some hot tips about Tactical Methods to Close the Deal. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. 
InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. And give us a little bit of maybe some case study things where you as a consulting firm years ago were able to close some deals where others just couldn't knock down the wall. What were some of your hottest closing tactics as you got to that end sector of the marketing funnel which said final conversion in a consulting organization? I found having the contract there from the beginning, um, even a template, just to show how this is how we do this, uh, was extremely useful. It kind of set up the formality of it from the beginning. Um, and our contracts uh, in the agency were not very long. They were about four pages, but they covered, you know, indemnification and blah, 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 confidentiality and all that. Uh, but most importantly, right up on the very front of it was an outline of what we would do, what uh, it would cost, and when it would be delivered. And that's the second piece of it. Providing that contract is the first uh, tactic, this first uh, tip I would have. That's really brilliant, and if you have the contract in front of them at the beginning, they have months, if you will, to review it and think about it and to know that it's there and so on, rather than saying, okay, well, we're going to take a few weeks with this contract to review it. At the very end, it's like, oh, my God, now? Really? (laughs) Yeah, and don't underestimate that there there will frequently be um, legal counsel brought in who pick it apart this way and that and want these changes and that changes and and so yes getting that process started early is also very functional um, functionally productive but um, I think it also sets a really great appearance yeah we do it mean does. business actually um, it sets the tone that says we are going to close a deal at the end of our conversations so you could say now whether we do business or not I would like to run this by your legal department make sure it passes muster with them and they're comfortable with it do you mind if I send this off to them now and then you and I can continue conversation if something works out well at least we'll be ready to move That's the second piece, yeah and the second piece and it's professional. The second piece is uh, the defining the scope of work and the time it will take um, is 
is very critical on that contract, but to bring that up um, early on, and that that you, you always want to allow the uh, prospect the opportunity. You say, okay, if we start this on uh, September 30th, um, we can deliver it by, uh, I don't know, October 31st, if um, we receive everything that we need in the timely fashion that's laid out in this contract. Um, and why does this help a close? I think it helps a close because it puts people, the, the prospect's mind, into a pattern. It's been thought out. They don't have to think it out. You know, there it is. You know, you've given them a really a, a template, an outline, a, a framework for how you're going to do business together. And I think that's very powerful in, in, um, in encouraging a close. Totally and, agree. And setting it early again gives them all that time to think about it so they don't have to think about it when you finally ask them to put pen to paper. And it sets your clear expectations. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Is clear expectations is huge. Right, yeah. sets you up for a successful event at the at the far end. Okay, so the template of the contract, um, the scope of work comes up, both of them very early, connecting with the stakeholders and getting them involved as early as possible. So all of this is really about the trajectory. Many times I think customer, uh, excuse me, uh, consultants will go in to make sales and take their time before getting all of these things started. All we're saying is get this all on your agenda early and start it right away. By the time you get to the close, you don't have to start those conversation processes. I think there's another important point to be raised here before we have to sign off for this, this show today. Is when you, particularly in, with consultants, when one is a consultant, we're comfortable consulting. You know, that's what we do. Uh, and so all of this uh, more what you might call hard metric stuff of the contract. The, the schedule and all of that um, is is it put it put organizes us as well. But when we it it also saves us from sitting around in a a prospect visit um, just consulting before we've got all that paperwork done. It it puts the uh, horse before the cart where it belongs, and I think that's a really good mindset for people who are consultants as well as for their customers. That makes sense. It also provides, by the way, a modicum of trust, right? You can't get to a sale until the customer trusts you. So getting over that trust hump has to do with the fact that the customer feels like you have a handle on this entire process. People do not hire you to be, uh, if you will, waffling about this sort of thing or to give them too many choices. They hire you to be an expert. So be that expert. Put it down and say, we will do this and we will do that and that's how much time it takes and this is what the process will look like and I will need to speak with this guy, that guy and the other one before we have this contract signed and then I will need to have time set to meet them again after the contract. We'll need 20 minutes for this guy and 35 minutes for that one. The whole idea that you have a handle on all the aspects of the project says to your customer, I can trust this company to get it done. So setting it up helps you close the deal sooner. It helps you get a handle on all of the uh, obligations that you're about to set forth and make sure that you've charged the right amount of money to make a profit on it. And it gets to the trust factor with your customer. And any more hot tips before we sign off here at CEO Coach today? Don't be afraid to ask for the close. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. Sometimes I think I find that happening too. I see consultants come and go and they talk and talk and talk and talk, but they never ask for the close. 
I think setting that up in advance of the appointment is an important issue. Of course, carrying that contract again, as Anne said, from the beginning to the end, then you set up an appointment, you say, and today I'd like to meet you to finalize our conversations and to sign the contract so we can begin your project. Don't forget to do that and then go in there and hand them the paper. That's asking for the close. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy here at CEO Coach. We hope you'll download these shows through iHeartRadio, Webmaster Radio, Stitcher, and so many other places around the web. Stop by at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. Hit the like button so we know you're out there. Ask us questions. We'll get them answered here at CEO Coach. Tell us who you'd like us to interview so that you you can learn more at CEO Coach on webmasterradio.fm. We hope that you'll find out more about how Anne Kennedy and myself, Jillian Musig, help companies to start, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. Till next week, this is Anne and Jillian. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.